guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast or YouTube or Facebook page or wherever you are listening or watching this. I am back giving you guys some more episodes because I'm not necessarily in quarantine, but man, the air does look beautiful out there because there are no cars. There is nothing today. So nonetheless, man, I am here. I am productive and I'm giving you some more goodness. All right. For all of you out there, especially my wonderful Japanese, you guys love TOEIC. I haven't done TOEIC in a very long time. I'm so sorry. But today, because I fully or fully utilize the tool of Zoom, I'm now able to screen share and show you everything instead of just speaking about it and all that other craziness. So for those of you listening to the podcast, this is available on YouTube or my Facebook page. Now, if I could come around to it, I will create the template and I will stick it on my blog. I should be able to, no excuses, but you never know what life throws at you. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to be screen sharing right now. So you know what's so great about this, man? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I, do you guys remember the crazy, mo I'm going to put my, my little thing right over here. I don't know if, if you guys are going to see it down there or down, you know what, I'll just stick it right here. Anyways, so, boy, remember when I used to do it on the TV? Oh, my God, those were the days. The days, it was just like four days ago. What the heck am I talking about? But, man, no more switching that thing around. It is perfectly placed. There are no more excuses to why I do not make videos. Anyways, guys, first and foremost, we have a reading passage. It's a double passage. We have five questions, and we have three test tips. That's basically what we're going to be covering today, okay? I'll repeat that. Three test tips, five questions, two passages. All of this together combined should be a total of who knows how many minutes, anywhere between 15 and 25. So for you wonderful folks listening to me on my ESL podcast, by all means, continue listening, or you can watch my YouTube video, or you could go on Facebook, and you can see the subtitles. Yes, man, I had no idea that Facebook creates subtitles for the videos. They are just like Udemy. So very, very graceful, very, very grateful for that. And without further ado, let's get into this. Tip number one, you guys are looking at the screen. Let me blow, ooh, 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 don't, don't do that. Let me blow it up for you. Okay, so as you are looking at this screen, this book is Tactics for TOEIC. Pretty sure you could find this just about anywhere. As a matter of fact, I used a, oh my God, what was that thing that I, free audiobooks and free PDF that you sign up? Scribd, S-C-R-I-B-D. No, I do not get paid for that. I shouldn't have even said the name, but if you actually subscribe or you could actually go on there and get this book for free, for free, but you don't get the audio. So if you are looking to get better in parts one through four, sorry guys, it's not gonna work, but maybe you could try. Test tip number one, be careful of the small print. Guys, what is the small print? Well, let me see if I can hurry up and scroll down here and see if I, oh, nope, it doesn't have small print. Let's see if I could go a little bit up. Ah, here we go. So this is the small print. If you guys are watching on YouTube or Facebook, if you're listening, the small print is if you have graphs, bar charts, bar graphs, whatever you want to call it, pie charts, the small, small print is the thing at the very, very bottom on the graph. And normally it has an asterisk. I 
can't even say the word asterisk. Asterisk. With that asterisk is an under is 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 something that's very, very important and you must understand. So looking at the screen right now, it says model discontinued in November. That means it will no longer be continued in November, right? Another funny example of the small print is when my friend and I, we went to Sedona, Arizona, and we were looking to just find hiking trails. And this guy tried selling us this ridiculous thing that ultimately led into a timeshare. Now, timeshares aren't the worst things, but we finally read that fine print at the very, very end. And she's like, look what this says. And I said, sneaky. He tried like zooming up like 300% on us. See, the small print is important in anything. So before you make a purchase of any kind in any country, people, the small print is important. It's in importante, okay, as they say in Spanish. So charts, tables, forms may include notes or extra information at the bottom. Check this before, you know, choosing your answer or you may make a mistake. It's tip number one. Tip number two, watch for connected information between texts. Now, this could be, again, those double passages. It could be something at the very bottom that leads to the next passage. Here it says, at least one question that will, re that will require you to look at both text and connect information. If not, you're only going to connect one piece of information, which is 50%, ultimately leading to you getting it incorrect. So be careful. And number three, double passage questions. Oh my God, these are annoying. It says, for questions on double passages, it is important to read both passages before you answer. Now, it's not so much about reading and everything, but again, first and foremost, like I normally do, and I'm going to zoom this out a little bit. You guys, questions one, two, three, whatever it may be, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The first three questions of a double passage, normally the first two questions are in the first passage and the fourth and fifth question is in the second passage. However, make sure you connect the passages for the information. The number three can both fall on either one, two, or like said in the tip number two, it could be between both passages, all right? So what we have here, this is okay. I'm just going to show you guys exactly where to find the information first, and then we're going to go through with answering these questions. So it says, number one, where did Kelvin Adams see the ad? A, on the internet. B, in the newspaper. C, in a shop. So what you're going to do, you're going to look down here, and what we have here is the first segment, okay, the first passage, which is titled Apartment for Rent at the Top, for those of you listening to my ESL podcast, and then followed by about nine to 10 bullet points with a contact and an email at the bottom, no small print at the bottom. All right, so there's just information. Modern downtown studio apartment, located 10 minutes from shops, two bedrooms, centrally heated, all this good information. You guys can read that up, pause it on YouTube or Facebook to read through it and then continue on to the next passage. Now, it says to Kareem from Kelvin Adams. So it says, dear Mr. Patel, okay, obviously Patel or Kareem Patel, whatever it may be. I saw your advertisement in the local newspaper. In that very first sentence, it answers your question number one. 
where did Kelvin Adams see the ad? Now, of course, in the first passage, it's just a bulletin and bullet point of information. So you need to go to where the paragraphs are, which is the second passage. And normally, within the first sentence, they always say, where did you see the ad? So it says on the internet, in the newspaper, obviously it is B. Now, number two, what feature? Ah, the features are the bullet points. Probably attracted Kelvin to this apartment. What features? So we need to hear what Kelvin had to say about the features. He says, I'm very interested in the apartment for my family. We are currently over here, but are looking to move closer to the town center. That's a feature, right? Proximity, moving closer. And that's all there is in the first paragraph. So again, he goes on to say in the second paragraph, in the ad, you mentioned that the place could be part furnished. We have a small amount of furniture ourselves, but probably enough to see that's all just shmamma jamma shmamma jamma. So the reason why he likes this, they are looking to move closer to the town center. So we have three answers. A, central heating. B, the price. C, the location. And C is your answer. Correcto mundo. Oh, man, I'm speaking Spanish because I watched a Spanish film on Netflix. Oh, my God. Anyways, so do you understand? If you have any questions, you could comment now on YouTube and you could certainly comment on Facebook. Now, how many rooms are there in the apartment? Now, normally you would see this in the ad. You're not going to look in the paragraph because he only explains what he wants in the paragraph, not what the apartment features in terms of how many or the number of rooms. Remember that. So if we go here and bullet point number two, you have your answer. It says two bedrooms. However, it says kitchen, living room, dining room, but those are together combined, bathroom and balcony. The balcony is not a room. Be very, very careful with this question. It's very confusing because normally you would think, oh, how many rooms? However, rooms consist of all rooms in the home. And the other one, the bedrooms, that's just bedrooms. So in A, a lot of people would choose A, which is two. Why? Because they think, oh, bedrooms. Yeah, two bedrooms. Okay. No, we're talking about all the rooms. And the balcony is not a room. So we take out the balcony, which reduces the sixth room which a lot of other people would assume to five rooms and there it sits at b the answer five rooms confusing i know very very confusing <sighs> nonetheless i like this i'm going to continue going through with this i'm going to answer everything we're going to have many tests and all that good stuff coming up soon so you know what i would love to do webinars mm, i just had an idea let's keep going number four it says, what does Kelvin request? So we have to go to the body paragraphs to see what he requests. You would not probably say, well, well, he did request something. So let's see. It says, looking to move closer to the town center by the end of February. So this apartment would be ideal. I was hoping to be able to arrange a visit sometime next week. Okay. So request a meeting, perhaps. Monday would be best for us. Okay. Let's keep going. Full furnished, okay. 
We have a small amount of furniture ourselves, no requests there, but probably not enough for a two bedroom place, okay? However, this sounds like a request. Could you possibly tell us what inventory is likely to be included with the apartment? That is a long request. So we go back to, of course, number four, it says, what does Kelvin request? A, directions to the apartment. You didn't hear that, you didn't see that, right? B, pictures of the apartment. And C, an appointment in March. So we have to go back down and figure out, okay, he did said February sometime next week. So here we go. Let's read this closely so then we could just knock out the bad answer. By the end of February, so this apartment would be ideal. I was hoping to arrange a visit sometime next week. Now, remember, is there a date when uh, he actually sent this? No. Monday will be the best day for us. So he is going to move in by good old February. He did not request an appointment in March. Okay. He said he needs to be out and moved in by February. Be very careful with this. So that means the answer is pictures of the apartment. Why? Because he says, could you possibly tell us what inventory is likely to be included? So again, um, likely to tell us, he could just say, oh, there's this, there's that. He doesn't necessarily request anything. However, this is why a lot of you need to read all the way through, because in the third paragraph, there lies the answer. It says, I would also appreciate it if you could possibly send us a couple of pictures of the bedroom, living room, and dining room. So that further solidifies your answer for B meaning he requests some pictures, okay? Pictures of the apartment because he wants to know about the inventory and everything. So make sure you read everything through because I almost baited you into picking something you weren't 100% about, right? However, for those of you that were like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Good job, you caught it. So here we go, number five. Which of the following is likely to be a problem? So availability date, policy on pets, Apartment size. Now, policy on pets, the availability date, apartment size. He said, okay, probably not enough space for a two bedroom place. Uh, he does as well as some directions as to how to get there. I remember that was, where was that directions, directions? Uh, directions to the apartment, pictures of the apartment. Okay, he says, request, send a couple of pictures of the apartment. Yep, as well as some directions as to how to get there. Oh my God. So this is a very, very confusing, but nonetheless, let's continue going with this. That last question, number five, it says availability, availability date. He wants, to move, move, he wants to be moved out by the end of February. Now, if we look at the small print, I'm sorry, the last bullet point, it says available in mid-March. Now, he does not mention that he has any pets within here, okay? It doesn't say he didn't mention any, anything about pets. So obviously, pets, which is B for number five, is incorrect. The availability date is possibly and more than likely the answer because the apartment isn't available until mid-March. He said specifically, by the end of February, so this apartment would be ideal. And again, he wants to move in by the end of February. And this is why that's the answer. Now, if we look at the apartment size, 
he does say that in the ad, you mentioned that it could be partly furnished. Can you let me know? But probably not enough for a two bedroom place. Now, it's not enough for a two bedroom place. When he says he doesn't have enough furniture for a two bedroom place, what does that mean? Does that mean the apartment size is gonna be a problem? No, that means there's going to be more space. So he won't have a problem with apartment size. That's kind of like a double negative. That is a distractor. So you be very careful with that. So guys, in saying that, very, very happy. We are done with that specific passage. Okay, this is a double passage, but I'm going to leave it there. Three tips, five questions, how to read through these double passages. And there it is, Bob is your uncle. So again, with number, what was that? Number four, he requests, you know what's really interesting about this specific question is the fact that he did request the re directions to the apartment. Now, and he said about the pictures also. So let's break this down one more time. I would also really appreciate it if you could possibly send us a couple of pictures of the bedroom and the living room. So if we go back up, it says bedroom and living room. Here it says pictures of the apartment. So this is why I'm like, you know what? I would probably go with A because pictures of the apartment consist of the entire apartment. I just wanna make sure that you understand the principle in terms of breaking these questions down where two are just very similar. Because if I look at this, he says bedroom and living room. He did not say the entire apartment. However, he did right after that say, as well as some directions as to how to get there. He did request that, but he only requested maybe 40, yeah, about 40, yeah, 40% 40 of the apartment photos. So my guess, to be honest with you, I would pick A. I would pick A because that fully, that's fully 100%. In the other question, he says pictures of the apartment, but he only requests a two, uh, I'm sorry, not a two bedroom. He only requests the bedroom and the living room and dining room. So let's just say 60%. He did not request the kitchen. However, living room and dining room does go hand in hand, which does still act as 20%. So he still only requests 40%. So that's my guess. Now, again, if you guys would like to refute me in terms of saying, no, well, I think it's this, I think it's that, I will get the answer. And you know what? I know I got the answer somewhere around here. Who cares? But you know what? I am the bomb at this. I don't need to be answered whatsoever. But nonetheless, guys, those are your answers. That's how to break down the reading passage. And if you guys like this and want more of this, you make sure you let me know because I would be more than happy to continue doing these episodes. I haven't done reading in a long time, but these reading segments are very, very good. And a lot of you do tune into them. So any questions, please let me know. I'm your host as always. If you are interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching or the premium business podcast or pronunciation courses, again, reach out to me. I have all of that. So you make sure, hey, you know how to get in contact with me. <laughs> I'm your host as always. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.